Ever been to Delaware? If not, now's the time to visit. You'll find a lot of fun in a little state. Since you can drive anywhere in the state in a couple of hours, you'll spend less time driving and more time enjoying. Explore from the bays to the beaches, stroll the boardwalks, and have an oceanside bonfire. Get a taste of Delaware at one of the award-winning restaurants and enjoy a local craft brew. See the first state's unique historic landmarks and experience Delaware's endless discoveries. Plan your adventure today at visitdelaware.com. Hey mom, first things first, thank you. It's my one-year anniversary of my decision to say, yes, I need help, and yes, I choose me. And that's the miracle. I'm lucky that the strongest person I know is my own mother. Love you, Mom. Maxwell. Be that strong person who makes the difference. If your loved one is struggling with drugs and alcohol, reach out to Karen for a different kind of addiction treatment. Visit caron.org slash lost. A roast as dark as the night, perfect for fueling the cryptid research and mad ravings required for your podcasting. Don't mind the red eyes, he's just trying to warn you of the bridge! The bridge! Finally, from the caffeine-addled brains of Spring Hill Jack Coffee and last podcast on the left, we bring you Mothman's Red Eye Blend. Yes, delicious Panama beans. Go to lastpodcastmerch.com to order yours today. <laughs> until I can get a direct line to your children's. MJ and yours hold it someday because I'm going to teach them the most annoying Christmas song. I want it by mine on Christmas. <laughs> and the thing is, it's just over and over. And everyone's like, oh, but it's Christmas shoes. Christmas shoes is the worst one. It's not. It's I want a hippopotamus for Christmas. That is the underlying goat of the worst of Christmas. <laughs> um, yeah. Also that one that goes... Daddy, lick my toes. It's Christmas. Yep. Is that one you wrote for Winnie? Because I know you love writing songs about her little toes and her little feet. Daddy, kiss the ground. It's here. <laughs> Christmas time oh. in a dirty bathtub. Oh, God. Don't let the water drain till New Year. <laughs> Christmas is canceled this year. We've decided... I haven't asked you, Holden or MJ, but I have decided for all of us, holidays are canceled. Holidays are done for you. You're done? This yeah, I think Jackie everybody's done. Jackie Grinch checking in over here. You yeah, can't Jackie, steal Christmas. By the way, Jackie comes in so hot at the beginning I'm, of this thing. I'm, I'm afraid hot. of her. I'm like, oh, here we go. This is what it was like to have a locker next to Jackie in old oh, middle Oh, God, no. Don't, you don't want to have a locker next to Jackie. <laughs> yeah. I was always the one that I would open up the locker and all the shit would fall out. Right, right, And it was right. never like my books or my homework. It was just other it's things. just frogs and like, yeah, all sorts of it's just, just stuff. different stuff. Um, yeah, and it's just like, Jackie, I've got I've got something I already tell you. I've already embraced the Christmas spirit. We have the tree. We have we screamed, oh, we were so mad when we decorated the tree together that night, but we had to get it done. 
uh, because the very next day, uh, my friend Ben came over, and there might just be a matching jammy onesies Christmas photo. Oh, I don't want it. Um, Alexa down was like, the I might get you the Christmas card late. And I told your beautiful wife, I was like, I don't <laughs> want it. I was like, if I want it, I'll come get it. Uh, that's where I'm at with the holiday season. MJ, check it in. How are you doing? What kind of, if you were in a Hallmark movie right now, what would it be called? Oh, uh, if I'm in a Hallmark movie, I'm definitely like the, like the, friend who like meets you for coffee and is like I've got a lot to do I don't really have time <laughs> what a work a do bitch yeah, yeah. yeah I'm, the, I'm the work a do bitch for sure <laughs> I'm always saying that about you OMG oh the work a do bitch don't even get me started I'm Not the work a do bitch but uh, my uh, my child she no longer exclusively will only wear one pair of PJs um, but that's great. She, she it is great. Huge progress. That's good. But um but you know, a lot of times you just have to let go of maybe what you know, you have to recognize this is something that I want, it's not important, I cannot push it. Um, but my child has so many cute Christmas outfits that she won't wear. Just not a yeah. one. Just, just, just she refuses. has probably fucking eight beautiful, wonderful, adorable <laughs> seasonal outfits that match her sister. Nope. Uh, no. and uh, Sister's down. Sister's like, I'll dress, you can, I'll wear whatever, whatever you put on me. I have no sense of uh, individual yeah. style yet. But she's, I mean, I... to be fair, she's the one that you guys regularly draw. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you got to keep one of them quiet. <laughs> yeah, one of them's got to be chill. You got to have one good cop, bad cop, chill kid, annoying kid. Although you know chill I mean? kid is also, chill kid is, is chill <laughs> until she's not chill. And then it's like, uh, oh my God. So yeah. not, I would I would just not Scarier. describe either the of my children. The scary one's always the she quiet one in it. the corner, right? Yeah. yeah. Nobody's chill in my house, but definitely they're all, <laughs> they all have a, an abundance of Christmas outfits they could wear. Right. Uh, and uh, we have all matching Christmas jammies. We have not tried to get a group photo uh, in wearing them because the older child will just will not wear them. We got these beautiful matching Hanukkah PJs. But what, wouldn't it be Hanukkah's funny to over. all Come match but the one and and be like and even be like look extra mean in this one. <laughs> you know what I mean? And like let them just be like fussy and stuff too. It'll be even funnier and just I don't know. I think that'll like tell that tells yeah, isn't more that of a story. Always hilarious when like she's fussy <laughs> yeah, and like really fussing. upset. Well, uh, what I'm very excited for it was picture day yesterday and the older one was like yeah we took pictures and like they gave us a Santa hat and it was really fun and cute picture day at school and. So so I'm like, and I asked the younger one, I was like, did you get your picture taken? They go to the same school. And the younger one goes, no. And I was like, really? <laughs> and she was like, no, no. And I was like, you sure? Did you go into a room? And, you know, she's two. So she's not, it's not like I trust her per se, but like, I was like, did you go, <laughs> did you go into a room like with a big a light and a camera? And she was like, no, no, no pictures. And such that we messaged them and we were like, did Zelda get her picture taken? And Freddie was like, I was like, did you have like a little Santa hat? Freddie was like, remember Zelda? There was a little Santa hat and they were, they took pictures and and she goes, no, no little Santa hat. And then she takes a big pause and she goes, big Santa hat. And she was just, she was playing us. And we like heard back and they were like, oh yeah, she took her, we got her picture taken, but they were like, she refused to smile. We could not make her smile. She took it very seriously. 
Yeah. So yeah. I, I I don't know what is going to happen. I think one of the children is probably going to be crying, and then the other one's just going to have a very very serious face with apparently a very large Santa hat on there on the wall. Is that what you're going to put out for your um your cards this year? You send our holiday cards with just one pissed off kid, <laughs> one screaming kid, and be like, "That's what being a parent is." I have yet to send out a holiday card since having children, and no, not that I did before having children. And every year I'm like, "This next." year will be the year that I do it and then it comes and I'm like that's absolutely yeah, not Yeah I feel happening. like we're gonna get ours out for Easter I think just in time for the Easter eggs to come rolling around and we'll How? be like remember Christmas here's that card Am I supposed Christmas. to put cards into envelopes and collect a list of addresses right. like seriously how do people do this? Like, well I think we have ours recently databased though from like the wedding Wedding is smart yeah See, So I, I just... think we just kind of throw them out to the wedding and you know what if you move since the wedding Fuck yourself. You're not getting the card. It's <laughs> yeah, you back don't get us. the card. Somebody else is going to get yeah. it. Yeah. I'm gonna and I love getting Christmas cards. I'm like, I love it. I hear from friends who I never hear from. It's like such a wonderful, nice thing. And yet every year I'm like, I don't have to do that. Nobody cares about it. Right. But like, I do care about it. I want it, yeah. but I won't do there it. There you go. No, I think that we need to take something, I guess, a page out of Mariah Carey's book. If we need to love Christmas a little bit more, and we need to get ourselves a hand-beaded 60-pound Dolce & Gabbana gown. And I think that's really what I'm missing in my life. I think that's how I get into the Christmas spirit. I need a special that's all about me where I stand in one place with a 60-pound gown on with a bunch of men just dancing around me where I don't move. I don't have to look at my children. I have to, I can, I get paid to dip a McNugget into a sweet and sour sauce. I don't have to eat the McNugget. I think that she's really figured out her place in life. It's beautiful. I feel like they always bury the lead, by the way, or, or at least in every article about Mariah Carey, there's a little factoid buried deep within that just shows you how much of a psychopath she is. Um, so it came Are you right about here what with the makeup artist said the about Christmas her? Queen's longtime makeup artist, Christopher Buckle, which, by the way, a good name for a makeup artist, uh, told Page Six Style exclusively last uh, year that once Carrie's commitment to a particular look, uh, committed to a particular look, there's no going back. Quote, I've watched Mariah take scissors and cut a designer beaded gown into a mini dress while it was on her because that's what she wanted to wear, MJ. <laughs> I, my thing about Mariah Carey is that I'm I sure she was very chill about <laughs> that, too. I'm sure that wasn't just so funny. insane person's <laughs> action. A beaded dress. By the uh, way, that's uh, probably handmade. It yes. has to be handmade. <laughs> Designer. Like, there's no way it's not. The gift that so keeps funny. on giving for me about Mariah Carey with all of these tidbits about what a psychopath she is is also that I always forget what her speaking voice sounds like. And I, uh-huh. I always, and then whatever Jackie does it on the show, it always makes me laugh so hard. But then when we watch this Mariah Carey McDonald's 12 Days of Mariah commercial, it, I'm not that voice. far off. So I am funny. not that far off. Yeah. <laughs> I just gotta have a dip. Oh, you should come over for Mariah's She's menu. like an old mafia it's not boss. It's just one thing. It's a whole menu of what <laughs> I get when I go to McDonald's. And you don't. But please... Please do yourself a flavor. Look up the Mariah Carey McDonald's menu 
Uh, if you haven't seen it, the commercial, it's sad. it is just so like for someone that is supposed to be like, I love Christmas. She is the queen of Christmas. Everything that she does is still so <laughs> stagnant. And so just like they're paying me a lot of money to be here. Like, yeah, of course they are. You're Mariah Carey. We know this. And I can't get enough. Yeah. Jackie <laughs> described in the email, Jackie said it looks like she has a gun to her back. And it really, <laughs> it really does. She's like she they're they're playing her song. And she does like a single jazz hand. She's like, I don't want a lot for Christmas. She just She's is barely miserable. Absolutely I mean, miserable. I can't believe that there is another Mariah Carey Christmas special. So it came out at the end of last week. I've not watched it yet because you know what? The last one was also, hate to break it to you. Lackluster. <laughs> I I don't understand how she is the like the complete queen of Christmas when she openly doesn't give a fuck about anybody but herself. And I guess that is what the reason of the season is. You know what? Is yeah. only caring about yourself. All I, right, I'll adopt it. I you know I love to pretend to be this like very giving. You know what the people say about me? You know, very giving man. Oh, everyone's uh, always saying selfless. That. But you know what? <laughs> I remember growing up, it was about what was coming my way, if you know what I mean. It was the what Lego toys and what we were doing with the the action figures and the video games and you know, I, I just, all I did was, it was like, giving the gifts was the sort of the what, the toll you had to pay. It was more of a pay toll to me in order oh. to receive the bounty that I would receive that year. Um, and uh, you know what? I'm going to be, I like to be out there speaking for the people that don't get their vo- voices heard, all right? Because I know wow. we have to pretend that giving is better than getting. Oh, yeah, I'm sure it is. Not getting good stuff, because Lord knows that's terrible. Oh, no, it's about the feeling you get when you give a gift to someone you gotta else. Give. You got to give. Unbelievable. You're a bunch give. of liars and you know it right now. Listening to this right now. You're a liar <laughs> about giving and getting. You like the getting more than the giving but you're too afraid to just admit it. I don't I mean, like- honestly all of it <laughs> fills me with anxiety. Yeah, that's the point. thing. I don't well, really I don't like enjoy getting get either in front of people. I- it's I don't too like to much do pressure. To do the, yeah, I don't yeah. want anything. I honestly don't think I want anything. I like, I do, I know that I am still very good at giving gifts. But even then, I'd rather give it to someone and be like, you can open it later. Yeah. You don't need to open it in front of me. I'm good. Uh, open it I in don't the shower, by the way. Open it like where it's just yeah, very get wet. wet. <laughs> yeah. Get wet in there. Get real wet in there. And sometimes, you know, that's how we got to sell things. Sometimes you got to be a little bit of a Pete Davidson and a Machine Gun Kelly. Uh-oh. You got to get out. If you you want to talk about reason for the season, it is these two young men in Tidy Whities. Mm-hmm. I don't understand this. To be that confident at that age that they are. And I assume Actually, they're, they're not. They're both they're in their late 20s and early 30s. I was like, going to oh, say, they're not even Kelly's that old. Even that, even that old. To, to be that confident with my with my manhood to do like a live stream and know that people were thirsting about it. You know what I mean? Again, Pete Davidson really got a huge boon with that BDE post uh, with Ariana. I mean, that really changed the whole game for that guy. That changed That's... the course of his whole life. Like he should be <laughs> forever 
grateful to Ariana Grande for big dick energy. Can you, like, where would he be? He certainly wouldn't be dating Kim Kardashian, I'll tell you that. No, nah, I'll tell you that, but I cannot believe they are dating. It is still just kind of blows my mind. But I yeah. guess I say God bless it. I think that, it, I, I, you know, I, you know, they, they are having a good time. I hope that they are, and we are referring to, if you guys have not seen this, that Pete Davidson and Machine Gun Kelly discussed their penises for a Calvin Klein Instagram discuss ad. their penises. They discuss their penises. <laughs> they have a gentlemanly <laughs> dissertation about the <laughs> genitals. Of, I'm sorry, I meant to say, they got them flipping and flipping about. <laughs> I know, yeah. make them hard. Make That's them hard. I, know. I, love oh, I can Jackie see them. I can see the outline of yeah, them. Oh, is it a shadow Jackie. of a cock? I love a shadow of a cock on oh, Christmas Eve. Please, good lord, what is happening over here? Finally, the, finally, we got Jackie back, MJ. She's back. She, the Christmas season tried to take her away. I no, feel like I got to take a little n- nappy to you. You got a little drool there. Like yeah. Normally wipe it away from my daughter's. No, uh, you can't wipe mine away because I bite. <laughs> the problem is I went to Vegas for the first time this weekend. And uh-huh. I um, realized that I did immediately fall in love with Vegas. That I oh. did make the joke that I want to start being called Jackie Vegas. Which uh-huh. I think could definitely be a long lost re- relative to Jackie Daytona, real human bartender. I feel like, um, yes, I am pitching it right now. So if you write for what we do in the shadows, <laughs> Jackie oh, Vegas is ready to be a vampire. Um, I loved it. I loved Vegas. Did you gamble? No, yeah, I don't tell gamble. me about it. What, what did <laughs> you I don't love? really drink. Is it like, but you don't um, like amusement parks or water parks, and to me, Vegas is kind of like the town. Oh no, I love amusement parks. Oh, you love amusement parks, but not water parks. parks. Right, right, right. Yes. Right. Of course. So I did. We get. You know, we went to the like saw the 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 water show. Okay. We went to a little Christmas village, and one thing that I, if you are listening to this, and you are ever close to Las Vegas, you must go to Omega Mart. Omega Mart is an art installation warehouse thing that is made by Meow Wolf. And I don't want to even, all I knew about it going into it is that it looks like a grocery store, but everything inside of it has all these insane, like it's very well done of these fake labels. Uh And what I will say is that there's lots of exits and entrances into said fake grocery store where a whole alternate dimension lives. And it was one of the coolest weirdest fucking things I've ever done in my life. Me. Cool. did more of that stuff it was, was there. It really, because it was like, um, it's like an adult amusement park. It, it really, like, I in walking through casinos, because again, I've never really been to a place like this before, so I realized then that I was like, oh, fuck, Vegas is an adult arcade. Yeah. yeah, for people to throw their money around, it where is people like a ruin their world. people destroy <laughs> completely their lives. lives. Unlike the arcade, where you just you lose lives. five dollars. Yes, you end your whole family's life in a single weekend. <laughs> I say this as someone that does not gamble. I think that this idea that I like want to lay that down there mm-hmm. that Vegas is great if you don't gamble. If you like doing other fun. In zany, weird fucking things. Yeah, I mean, it's I also do. great if you gamble. I mean, it's definitely, you know, that sure, is fucking there. 
Yes, sure. but I guess I just like don't want to be sad. Like I feel like I'm like yeah, but then you could be really sad. Yeah, well, I don't want just, that. Yeah, I think you just got to know it. You know, I went once. Or maybe I, I'm I, just always broke. Maybe I'm just a broke person for life. It was life. fun to like well, put a little why. bit of money down on a game, do a couple of stints at the craps table, whatever. You're mostly there for other things, but when in Rome, you know, we bang a bunch a of Romans. Where someone, like, even sitting down, it was $1,000 just to sit down at the table. <laughs> yeah, no, yeah. I don't want that's that. That's crazy. You were in the high end, yeah, that, that's insane. That's crazy. My just hometown think, I mean, is a casino yeah. town, and, like, that, it was great because it was so cheap. So you could go and be like, I'm going to stay here for four hours, but my limit is $20, you know? Like, yeah, it was like, yeah. so you could just hang, it was like, and then the drinks are free, the soda, at least there, it's not like Vegas, the alcohol's not free, but the soda is free and stuff, and then you pay, like, it was, Dubuque, Iowa, so you pay like two fifty for for like you know right. three inches of Baker's to Mark, buy and then you like a bottle of, of yeah. liquor. Yeah, yeah. You get like two forty five. <laughs> I think you get to buy the bartender for two dollars. Like follow you around, like making you drink. They're just like, wow, this one's got a. She has a quarter. She has a real quarter. Hey, everybody, she's got a real quarter. She paid me with one of the quarters. She had. I couldn't believe it. Was, that actually used to be my Christmas activity because I would always go home for Christmas uh, and nice. then I would always we would always go to the the casino. And so I do associate it with like a nice festive time, but it was so low stakes. And I also, even though I like to play card game, I don't really like to play card games. I will play a card game like for fun. I just like to do, I, I like to find the biggest novelty slot machine, like the Simpsons uh -huh. slot machine or the Wheel right. of Fortune slot machine and just slowly piss away my $20 and then call or it Or you night. see just like a deep faked version of... Um of Gene Wilder on a uh -huh. slot yeah, machine. You're like, yeah. I bet he lo would love that. I did a Mad, Mad Max Fury sure. Road. Uh, yeah. That's the one I, I saddled up to. Ooh, yeah, yeah, give me yeah, the yeah, characters. Absolutely. But really what yeah. I want it to be is an arcade, because the slot machines are also kind of boring. I want it to be an arcade game. Like I want to sit down sure. at the Simpsons machine and instead of it being a slot machine, I want it to be like the Simpsons arcade game from the 90s, you know? Totally, but, Yes, yeah. or what I want is like a dance-off. And I'm not talking... Right. Right. I want it to be like, okay, that you have, you got to wow the judges, like little mini competitions of like me coming yeah. in like, and then like, ah, and everyone showers me with praise. Dance off, a soup swim, you got to just swim across oh, a giant bowl of soup You got to be souping me if you're going to invite me to a soup swim. It depends how many croutons, what kind of soup are we talking? We're talking a stoop or are we talking about uh, a We're talking about soup. Don't say stoop, Rachel Ray. Yeah, whatever. Yeah. No Rachel Ray's allowed. This is a this is a Reed Drummond show, Jackie. <laughs> You're damn straight. And I man, the reviews for that Reed Drummond Christmas movie are alight with not getting what you really want from it. It's exactly <laughs> what you would assume it is. A light with not getting oh, Peppermint Hollow? You mean the town set in Peppermint, the movie set in Peppermint Hollow? It's a small yeah. little town. Today I watched the Pioneer. A uh, woman episode where she talks about her Christmas recipes that she's making this year and plugs the movie, and um, it's very depressing. Very sad. <laughs> I'm sad for her. Depressing. <laughs> it's not heartwarming. It's just sad. Um, but you know, I guess 
I'm happy for her. It's a good for her. I guess it is a good for her. I mean, it's no Mariah money, but, you know, Mariah's going to soon have to be wrapped back up into her little Christmas package and nestled <laughs> into her, her cryogenically frozen little coffin. And <laughs> then she'll say. be back. It's a coffin. Yeah, she's cocooned in, like, gauze uh, to keep her skin on her correctly. Oh, yeah, she's covered in <laughs> lotion. Yeah, yeah. Now, what would you guys, I don't know how you guys felt about the article that I sent y'all about, this is all over the place this year specifically, that a lot of the homes from different epic Christmas movies, you can now rent out and stay inside of, like the Home Alone house, which of course the memes that come around every I year. I would love that. Yeah, that would like, be great. How, what did this guy do that he could afford to take everybody to France? It's like, I still don't understand it. I don't know. And, um, and how like, oh, Home Alone would be so different now, right? With phones? It's like, yes, it would be different. It would be a whole different ballgame now. Yes, the memes are right. But would I don't know if I'd want to stay in the Home Alone house. I would. That house I rules. Would, that house looks like the perfect like American home. Yeah, it it's like the best like thing the about watching that movie. Yeah, you're like, oh man, what a fun home to grow up in. It's got like all, just all the right space and everything, big living sure. room and in multiple movie, floors. Also, it's fucking twenty five dollars per night for the whole That's house. True. That makes no sense to me. That well, makes me feel like it's it haunted. Experience. It's nice. I think it's haunted. A. I think it's either haunted or B. Do they set it up so that a short and a tall do attack you in the middle of well, the night? I was going to say- I would be waiting for that. It'd be fun to get to pay to be that. that so yeah. you either pay to be the guest or you pay to invade the home. That, it could be guest. like escape the room. Which, yeah. you know, but like instead of escape but the room, it's the like, be ca- yeah, exactly. Invade like, the you, house and you kill be- the man who lives there. You know <laughs> oh, what I mean? Do you want to be Kevin or do you want to be Joe Pesci? Says, I will legally opt to be murdered if it does happen. They set a bunch of traps up, so you sign away all the liabilities of it or whatever, and just see what goes down. I mean, come on, it's time for true life war games, uh, you know, true uh, most dangerous games. We can do this with these home reenactments. I think we already have that with McKamey Manor. I think that uh, that does exist. That crazy haunted house where people like mm-hmm. the extreme one where people like sign oh, a waiver awful. that's like, if I die my family can't sue me. Yeah, this is like a <laughs> silly version of that. You know oh, what it's I mean? a silly version. Oh, okay. It's I mean, a silly version. The old, my only complaint about Home Alone is that it is like so violent that I actually don't enjoy watching like the second half of the movie. I think mm. it's not fun. I think it's disturbing. And I don't want like a giant paint can to be swung into my head. Like I even it just is like viscerally unpleasant to watch that portion of the or movie. The to iron me. to the face. Yeah. Yeah, I like loved it. I just definitely wanted to hurt a couple of men in that fashion when I was a boy. Yeah. I is it a controversial <laughs> opinion to say that I think I like the second one better? I've seen sure. the second one a lot. Like I mean, I've the seen them movie, both a hundred times. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It That's is, my goal this year is to violent. watch the second one. It I is in New York. There's the turtle doves with the pigeon lady. Uh-huh. I like the weird, the, you know, there's the 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 nice creepy toyman that is technically nice, but I think that I would be scared. I just remember watching that movie with my mom and her being like, but you never trust that person. 
<laughs> you never trust that person. If you see a person at a toy store and they give you something special, you never trust that person. And like that's what goes in my brain when I watch Home Alone 2. Yeah. Well, I like Home Alone 1 more because it doesn't have a man in it that ruined our lives for the most part. That's the thing. Years. I've been wanting to rewatch Home Alone 2, <laughs> but Pesci. I keep being like, I can't because of Trump. But I think that they might have taken him out of <laughs> the some streaming TV version. Broadcast. They have, yes. And that, so th- my goal this year, because I, I watched Home Alone 1 for the last several years and made Gideon watch it. And I was like, so when are we going to watch Home Alone this year? And he was like, why don't we do Home Alone 2? And so that's what we're going to do instead of in, in lieu of Home Alone. I, you know, he, it's, it's tough. When Gideon's out of the house, he has night court tomorrow. So I was excitedly planning oh, the awesome. show. Is the judge of magicians. <laughs> yes, and and I can't believe he gets to go to Night Court. That's my favorite place. They're so funny. Everybody's got quips and stuff. There's magic tricks. I love oh, it. Oh, the, what you just, the present you just gave us, MJ. How much fun is Gideon having at Night Court? I think it might be slightly less fun in real life. But I was like, this is perfect. While you're gone, I'll watch The Family Stone, a movie you'll never watch oh, with me no. again. I think I'm going to watch that watch one this that year. Yourself. Don't yeah. watch it by yourself, MJ. Well, I certainly can't watch it with my husband because he will not watch it again. I made him watch it a couple <laughs> years ago, and he was like, "Why are we doing this? What is what? Why would anyone watch this movie at the holidays? It's so not even remotely yeah, holiday." People who love to be sad, <laughs> melancholic individuals such yeah. as myself and Jackie. That me too. Love to be sad. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I am going to watch it. That's what I'm going to do this week. I'm going to watch that alone. I've got all my sad ones that I watch alone for the holidays and I'll sit and I'll watch It's a Wonderful Life and just be like, ah, 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 guys, you come out you know <laughs> I feel like every year my mother cried at some point during the Christmas season and you I think it. it was always something she did, I feel like, against her will. You know what I mean? She was just trying to have the, another year of perfect holidays and it always became too overwhelming. And I say, you know, this is way healthier. We know that crying will happen. We, it's not a surprise for us. So we just let it out through these filmic experiences, essentially. You got it. Yeah. Such as Taylor Swift's All Too Well. That's why I said filmic experience. Thank you. Um, thank you. You're welcome. Sorry, everybody Ugh. out there, but it's true. Okay? She's the greatest, and I love her. But anyways, I wish we could just be her, right? Like the three of us could <laughs> no. live in her head like that TV show Herman's Head. No. You Which know one? I I'll be like be... the classy one. Yeah. What's... <laughs> I want to be Jennifer Coolidge because <laughs> apparently this new movie, Single All the Way, is very good. And it is supposed to be like it, it is exactly what we've been asking for, which um I wanted with that uh Chris. I was about to say yes, this is the Chris reeks Stewart of the one. same thing. I think, that this, all one, over I think again. that this one's actually a good one. It seems like <laughs> it might actually be a good one because Jennifer Coolidge is in it. Kathy and Jimmy is in it, and it seems like it's one of those movies where it's not just like, but did you see it's a homosexuals holiday movie? It's like, no, it is just a rote, funny, like regular holiday movie that which is exactly what we need. I was saying this about the new Ghostbusters movie of like when when we can have characters where it's not like, but did you see? They're homosexual. Where it's like, no, it's just a movie. It is just a holiday movie. It is not like shoving it down your throat, but I also haven't seen it yet. Hey mom, first things first, thank you. It's my one year anniversary of my decision to say, yes, I need help. And yes, I choose me. And that's the miracle. I'm lucky that the strongest person I know is my own mother. 
Love you, Mom. Maxwell. Be that strong person who makes the difference. If your loved one is struggling with drugs and alcohol, reach out to Karen for a different kind of addiction treatment. Visit caron.org slash lost. Luxury is meant to be livable. Discover the new leather collection at Ashley with premium quality leather sofas, recliners, and more, all built to last. No matter how many spills, scuffs, or pet-related mishaps come its way, the leather collection at Ashley is made with the durability you need for the whole family. Shop the new leather collection at Ashley and find chairs starting at $499.99 and sofas at $599.99. Ashley, for the love of home. Well, see, I like puppets, so I'm really looking uh, forward to Grim Badger's Dead Animal Christmas. They've got a dead dog in there. They've got a dead rat. It's going to be great. I don't think that you are. And they sing songs about what it's like in the afterlife and how sad it is to no longer get to enjoy the uh, pleasures of a live Christmas. For half a second, I thought you were talking about Emmett Otter's Jug Band Christmas, and I was was kind of a play on that. Go to hell, Uh, Holden. That's Gideon's favorite Christmas special. Emmett Emmett Otter we watched last year. We watched it last year. It was, it's so good. I mean, it's it so it just so feels good. like home. It feels like a soup swim. Um, speaking of soup swim, we oh, are going to be why? souping and swimming next Thursday when we watch yeah. Muppet Christmas Carol we all sure together. Are. Cool, and that's gonna be sick as shit. Oh. <laughs> uh, I said it. It <laughs> nice came out of my mouth. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> that's the promo for it next she-ite. Thursday. Yeah, get get your Shiite ready for December sixteenth, where we all watch Muppet Christmas. We need Carol. to have a signature cocktail based on. Do they drink anything in the movie that we can turn into a cocktail? Well, we can have. I guess we'll have jelly beans. We can have definitely have jelly beans, like uh, Rizzo when he loses his jelly beans. Yeah, we have to have uh-huh. like a goose, like a like a roach. Yeah, we can have a Christmas goose. Yeah, no cheeses for us, Mises. We can have cheese. We have cheese. We'll do cheese for sure. Well, actually, yeah. we won't do cheese because there's no cheeses for us, Mises. No, you have no cheeses because um, Lex is, yeah, well, baby's dairy-free. fake cheese. Free. Every meal I make has fake cheese in it now. Oh. Yeah! <laughs> Woo! I love it! And now I'm looking up Christmas Carol drinks because I feel like we definitely have to have- There's definitely the Penguin drink? Christmas skating party. I'm sure they have hot chocolate and stuff, but I, I feel like there must be some- We have to- Cultivate. Maybe oh, we could crowdsource the this. Smoking Bishop. The Smoking Ooh. Bishop is a classic example of a Victorian mold punch. <laughs> and um, that is what a Merry Christmas, Bob, my good fellow, that I have given you for many a year. I'll raise your salary and endeavor to assist your struggling family, and we will discuss your affairs this very afternoon over a Christmas bowl of Smoking Bishop. Ooh. Well, Jaggy, that sounds delicious as long as we could co- top it with a little bit of vodka-infused whipped cream a yeah! la Cardi oh, B. Cream What are they called? Whippets? They're not called whippets, but the, it sounds like whippets. Whip they shots. may as well be called whippets. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if I want any of Cardi B's alcoholic whipped cream. I am imagine trying to, I puking she... from fucking from getting drunk on whipped cream. Can you imagine how sick whip you would shots. feel? Whip it's shots, whip shots, whip shots. Yeah, and Ugh. Cardi B. I don't. It can't have enough booze in it to make you to get you hammered. No, right. but when you add it to, it's like adding uh, white claw to like a vodka to vodka. You know what I mean? Oof. It's like white claw is pretty. Thank weak. God that white claws were not around when I was young enough. Oh to my do god! That. Yeah, I think I I, I've done it before. I did it a couple times, and I was uh, upside down and cross-eyed by like two of them. 
You know what I mean? It just when you add an alcoholic thing, a very alcoholic thing to another alcoholic thing is when it, you tr- you double triple up. And I'm sure teenagers aren't going to want to get their hands on vodka infused no whipped cream. That's way. like gonna be the first thing that a bunch of teens would want at a teenage party. Definitely, uh, that a their parents don't drink. know they're at. And then they're gonna <laughs> get high on whippets. This is the thing. It's like yes. Cardi. You have to know. Obviously, <laughs> this bitch knows about whippets. She is making like a like a formula for teens for to whippets. do whippets and i i yeah, yeah I, I don't personally like canned whipped cream and so uh i think that the idea i love alcoholic things but i'm pretty <laughs> grossed out by the idea of alcoholic whipped cream but i also weirdly like if you ask me like do you want whipped cream on your like festive seasonal spiked hot chocolate, I would be like, no. But if you said, do you want Cardi B's alcoholic whipped cream on it? I will say yes. Yeah, of course. I definitely want to try it. It sold out in three seconds when it was released. That's a good one. How crazy. I mean, that's the thing. I feel like Cardi B is definitely, you know, up there. I'm surprised that Mariah Carey, I feel like if you did something like that, and anywhere near Mariah Carey that you would get like a cease and desist of like, you're not allowed to make anything and sell anything in the month of December because it's my month. <laughs> right? Yeah. Yeah. I just love it. does I feel very Mariah Carey-y, but better. In this yeah. L article that I sent you guys, which also is uh, talking about Cardi B, was just also named Playboy's first ever creative director, uh-huh. as well as selling these whip shots. But in it, of course, they had to include her quote on how she feels about President Joe Biden. <laughs> and I just don't understand why she's asked in the middle of this article about how she feels about President Joe Biden. And I think that what is crazy about Cardi B is how she responds is <laughs> like technically a snapshot of how a lot of our country feels right. about the president. Which right is now. vaguely disappointed. It's but she, yeah, she's I like, lo- he's trying his best. It's a really messed up situation. <laughs> no oh, there's a lot of things going on in the United States, but there's a lot of things going on everywhere right now. You know what I'm you know saying? What I'm saying? Yeah, Cardi. I know I there's a lot of things going they, on everywhere. I think, but remember, she was like really into Bernie Sanders and she actually like does understand and follow politics and can she like, definitely uh, does. you know, like I actually feel like I loved her interview with Bernie and like she, but like Biden, there's just not that much to say. Like Cardi B and Bernie was like this like incredible dream Dream team. Whereas it with Biden, sense. what can you say? It's just like, yeah, I mean, we're yeah, in a pandemic sucks, and he's not doing a great funny, job. That's but the funny thing about the backlash is. is like, we don't, yeah, we don't have Biden flags. Like we don't fucking give a shit Right, that right. Way. Most, most le- liberal slash left, especially left people are like, I'm going to criticize him still too. So you all, know? all the Brandon stuff or whatever, you're just like, yeah, dude, go ahead, go for it. In yeah. fact, just say fuck Biden, I don't care. No, and I more meant of the fact that like this is an article where she screamed about Playboy and about uh, alcoholic whipped cream. (laughs) Not that she uh, shouldn't be someone that is asked. I just don't know why it's in this article when we're just talking about whipped cream and Playboy. Squirting whipped cream, alcoholic whipped cream into her mouth. She's like, Biden should be doing more in terms of (laughs) investing in universal health access. She went straight from going like, I'm pretty cool with Biden into sex appeal. I love that. I'm a wild girl. And that's what I want for the brand. I want to have conversations that people are afraid to have. I want beautiful women. When I think of Playboy, I think back in the day Playboy. I want to bring that back. And Biden, you know what? 
He's getting out there. He's really doing some policies. <laughs> like, what is even happening? And none of this is uh, about rap music either, which is, you know, there's none of that going on anymore. No, I mean, no one does not. the thing they do anymore. They all do other things. You sound Ugh, like no. somebody's very out of touch dad, Holden. I'm in a vortex now. When I, mean, I was young, the singer used to sing. They used to sing a song. <laughs> and the man in the banjo played the banjo. And the guy when he's gonna working be like, the voting machine it. worked the voting machine well then i can't uh, i can't (laughs) believe what i want to hear what is coming out of my mouth right now i i you sound like william shatner all of a manic (laughs) i don't know what to tell you jackie about the next segment but i know that how i want to know how you feel about goop that's what i was saying i was trying to segue into goop's shit house gift guide that she puts on her fucking list every year of things that she talk about out of fucking touch it drives me bonkers and again come hang out on twitch.tv forward slash oh no it's jackie because i am trying to be the anti-goop i want to be the opposite of this where self-care is not just for very rich people and you don't need 250 dollar Baby socks. The baby socks. Passe, passe, weekly baby socks. $240. Baby socks on the on the gift guide. By that far the so... most infuriating thing is the baby socks because. Yeah, that is so useless. useless. I don't know. I thought the, uh, what was the one I was complaining about? The $55,000 bubblegum gym. $55,000 for a child's gym that, I mean, they're largely going to be sick of, I would say, within about a few months to a year. I mean, please. Uh, it's in Jim's house. It's in Bill's house. <laughs> if, and, uh, it's in Sue's house. If I saw this... $55,000 on a bubblegum gym. Yeah. If I saw a picture of this gym on an Instacar- on an in- a targeted Instagram ad, I would definitely be like, I want it. It looks like, you know, it's like a, a little slide and ladder thing. I have a thing kind of like it that I bought because there was a targeted Instagram ad, but it costs like, mine costs like 200 bucks and this one costs $55,000. And, um, you know, that's just like very much... Uh, as much as a house in a small town. And I can't believe that this phrase, talk about what we were just like, uh, the opposite of what we were talking about with Pete Davidson earlier. Goop actually does say that this bubblegum gym has rich mom energy. (laughs) Isn't that what everybody is looking for in being a parent? You mean so you could take a rich mom in there and bang her out with your big dick energy? (laughs) Big dick energy, yep. And then then, uh, uh, then, the the bubblegum gym, Miss Harley Heat. (laughs) Why don't we do it on the bed? <laughs> Shut up. I got don't rich mom energy. About it. Are you Mariah Carey? <laughs> no, don't worry about it. Or you got to spend $50 for 11 strawberries that were grown in a vertical farm by bees and AI robots. Only $50 for 11 strawberries. That's ah, pocket change. I got rich mom energy. There's also an airplane seat cover, which is like, it's not even that expensive. But it's such a goop thing to do to be yeah. like, I don't touch airplane seats. I bring my own airplane seat and I put it over top of the existing airplane seat. Yeah, that's not going to look ridiculous. You lumbering over the airplane seat while people are trying to just get through and put their bags <laughs> in the overhead. And there's this lady over here blocking the aisle, trying to c- 
cover her seat. It's not big enough, or it's too big because how are you, how is there a uniform size for the airplane seat cover? And by the way, I'm, I'm sure it's only it's the sizes size. for first class. It's got to be first class yeah, size. Absolutely. There's no way it's uh, other because I think that's part of where my um, negative energy is coming from uh, about mm. the holidays. The fact of like. Traveling right now is such a horrible shit show nightmare. And then on top of it, holiday travel, because you guys don't have to travel during the holidays. Yeah. Yeah. I want to eat your soul. (laughs) I want to absorb your soul. At least this holiday. I think it's going to change after this year, but I get one holiday off because fuck that dude. And our friends recently flew with a baby and everything they told me just reconfirmed my absolute terror and fear. I mean, MJ, what was the earliest? Did you fly with your children? I have uh, never flown with really? my children. They were only, yeah. you know, they were so young uh, when the pandemic started. Oh, we right, hadn't even right. had the chance. Oh yeah, you didn't want to get them onto a plane, take them somewhere <laughs> exotic? My plan, I had a big <laughs> ambitious plan to be like, to go my col- my my friend's college reunion that I was going to crash, also my college, just not my year, was going to be June 2020. And like several of my best friends live in the Twin Cities. And I was like, I'm going to take these two children on a plane. It's going to be awful. But I was like so excited to be like, we're going to we're gonna do something. We're going to go somewhere. But now I haven't. I don't know when I will. And I it's going to be an absolute Absolutely. Wait until they're in middle school. I think just wait. (laughs) I think they don't need to go. Honestly, I think that's the. uh, They won't remember. That's the first time I flew, I think, was when I was in middle school. But I mean, we were lucky enough to have, you know, we did road trips down to Florida to visit the family that was far away. And that was man reasonable. It was like a 10, eight hour, 12 hour drive, whatever. And then we had the, you know, and the rest of the family was around. And uh, I just didn't even, you know, I just think it's insane. I think everyone, you know what, everyone? Staycation. Y'all get one. I'm letting you all stay home this Christmas. Yeah. Thank you, Holden. And if you want me to send a staycation card to your loved ones that are expecting you to fly to them this holiday season, like I, I will. Can't. Holden gave me this gift. Yeah, here you go. Here's my staycation card. I will send it to them myself, and I will put some nude photos of myself in there just to kind of show that it's really me. Ugh, that's good. I want <laughs> I want to make sure. I want it to be full body shots. Too. Sure. Hopefully sure. laying upside down. We should get you one of those um the chairs where you strap your feet in. And well, I'm gonna do some Photoshop stuff. I'm gonna Photoshop my face to my knees and do some things that make people be like, oh wow, that's a human that couldn't exist in real life. You know what I mean? Do some kind of fun stuff like that, really freak them out. And then I'll start circling their house, right? And start knocking mm-hmm. on different windows, yeah. different parts <laughs> of my house. And I'll be like, I'm the guy who sent the card. I'm the guy who sent the card. It's the staycation man. It's the staycation man. I think I love the staycation man. Like I, I feel like Part of me is filled with fear, but part of me, I'm like, but mm-hmm. that's my relief. That's but your I relief. need the staycation, man, to uh, come to yeah. my house yeah. and grace my presence with the staycation. McCamey Manor all over you. Yeah, well, that's my new thing I'm doing just for Christmas, just for the holidays. See, I was always, I really was always, I used to not be the workaday bitch in the Hallmark movies. I used to be the bitch that was happy to go home for for the holidays. I was always like, take me to my little small town. I'm going to walk around in my festive scarf and I'm going to wave and I'm going to see everyone and everyone will know me and I'll know everyone. And I really loved it. And I haven't been back home in years and years and years. My parents don't live there anymore they live out here and so i don't have the excuse to go back home and i actually like i like it and i miss it and i'm i'm kind of jealous that jackie's going back home for the holidays but i know it's florida and i know it's different i know i shouldn't be jealous yeah you want to go with you want to go with her you know i love florida holiday away from the kids i'm a florida man 
I love see Florida. how much fun it is. I know, I know. I don't I know my glimpse of Florida <laughs> is like not your Florida. My my Florida is like I'm in Key West, not surrounded by conservative people. <laughs> and right, I know that that's right. not I just, I'm going to come back. I'm going to be covered in camouflage and I'll be like, you can't see me anymore. <laughs> and I think uh, John that's Cena. what I need. Who's that? Anyways, uh, well, I do have at least a holiday theme, consp- a celebrity conspiracy Ooh. for you guys. Hit me with the share. Do, do you, you believe it? Is the queen dead? I love Uh-oh. this. Yeah, let's get into this is it. The, this oh. is the holiday conspiracy we Did you need. know that the queen owns all the dolphins? That was another thing that I've recently what? read. So maybe that's how she died. Maybe the dolphins rose up, they're yeah. royal fish, and that she owns all of the dolphins. In the Sexually sea. assaulted her for fun, because we all know that's the one that's fact about do. dolphins that we all know. It's what they do. Uh, <laughs> all right, here we go. <laughs> it's true. It is they true found, And they I literally say. found recently a actual dolphin casting couch uh, deep under the ocean. Like, <laughs> what is that? Oh, they, no. it out. It was, they paid yeah, them $50. Yeah. yeah. They have the, they had their, to show them their blow holes. Hollywood where they, you know, they've been making movies just to do the casting couch thing too. That's the only reason why they make the movies. Anyways, obvious <laughs> uh, dolphins, we all know what they do for fun. All right, let's get into it. This one comes from Jamie who says, longtime fan of the pod and writing in with a celebrity conspiracy that friends of mine from the UK have me convinced is 100% true. So I love this is sources from the UK. It's been in the news that Queen Elizabeth has been missing royal duties and slash events and has been kept in the hospital overnight for, quote, routine visits. But we think the UK government is covering up the fact that the Queen is already dead. <gasps> Evidence! One, have I shocked and terrified you yet, Jackie? What? Yes. One, the Queen had been hospitalized overnight and no press release would give details as to why she needed to be hospitalized, just that everything was fine and the Queen would be returning to the palace. Two, an article gets released to the press from the Royal Press Office that says, quote, the Queen has entered a new phase and she may not be seen in public until February. Sounds like she's a robot. I did Whoa. see this. Yeah. Or she's she's becoming a lizard. Yeah, yeah. Not, <laughs> yeah, yeah. And will she Whoa, emerge the lizard? She's shedding. Not seen until February. 2A, part of this announcement is an explanation of why Kate Middleton has been showing up to events to take the place of the Queen as royal representative. 3, the UK government can't slash won't derail the Christmas and New Year's holidays. This is where things get really Interesting. I did not know these. These are little fun list style facts. Okay. As my UK friends have explained, it is a big deal when the monarch dies. The entire country is required to go into a 12 day long mourning period. Whoa. During that time, the BBC is legally banned from playing any comedy slash comedic show on television. They have to shut down the London Stock Exchange for 24 hours after the death has been announced. It would be chaos during the holiday season. So they're just biding their time right now to February, right? Whoa. And also, I never knew that. I didn't know that they, that, that's so fascinating to me that they have to go into a required mourning. It sounds like some North Korea shit. Four, the Royals and the UK Parliament can't seize an amazing moment of hilarity for the history books. 2021 marks the 69th year of Queen Elizabeth's reign, so to keep them from having 69 equaled with the Queen forevermore, they're waiting for 2022 so they can say the reign was 70 years long. Five, 
This could be the end of British royalty as we they know it. Charles remains unpopular as heir to the throne and future king. No one likes Camilla and would be furious if she became queen slash consort. Will and Kate also took a big hit with the allegations from Meghan and Harry. And since the death of Princess Diana, the anti-royalty stance in the UK has remained a strong undercurrent in the population's mind. In conclusion, I don't know if they are full-on pulling a weekend at Bernie's with the queen and she's going to appear at functions or they have her on some frozen ice crypto chamber in Westminster Abbey. Be just waiting on the announcement after the new year, but I'm fully convinced that Queen Elizabeth has sadly left this world already, and it's one big cover-up from the royals and the UK government. Okay, just want to say my sister Erin and I love the podcast, and we always have our own discussions after every episode. Best wishes for everyone for the holidays, and keeping amazing. Love you guys. Thanks. Thank you, Jamie. That's so nice. Wow. All right, Thank what do you, you think? so much, but also I believe. I believe, I absolutely bros. believe, but what I a major great... Believe great conspiracy theory because yeah. what a funny reason to keep her death a secret to just be like can't shut down the stock market I mean I, wouldn't you I'd be like I crazy can't deal with though to do that right around the holidays yeah exactly it's like everything else we put off because once you enter December I mean it's kind of done and I can't believe the 12 day mourning period thing and the whole like not the craziest fact is not being allowed to put comedy on television that's that's so, so weird antiquated what a weird ass thing about Britain like does bake off count do, do maybe mean? I mean <gasps> it definitely is I would say it's like a comedic bent. On a reality. What about show? Taskmaster? I need my Taskmaster. <laughs> done and done. Not available. No. If, you, if you're Queen in Queen Elizabeth, you better stay a fuck alive. <laughs> I need these things. She needs it. Well, good. Well, then you are happy about the conspiracy, Jackie. I'm happy. Thank you. There you go. England. Fantastic. And MJ, of course, you also endorse this wholeheartedly. Absolutely believe. Yeah. Keep a secret. Put her. You know, I do wish it was more like Weekend at Bernie's than yeah, the that they drag her out and like blah, 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 blah. <laughs> new faces. Maybe so she's I'm like my games. new face yeah. to me is like an anime sounding that like she's gonna come out as like an android or something like that with like lasers coming out of her eyes or something. See, but that fun would be like sick as shit. New and then it'd be like, faces. oh, we're gonna be an ally again. We're the superpower now, dogs. It's yeah. a great yeah. euphemism okay, for scared. just becoming very old. If she's not dead, the idea that she's in a new phase is just like the new phase is a phase where. You just can't really go anywhere. Yeah, the new. You mean there's the dying phase? <laughs> yeah, like this is the, the new extremely phase. She's back in her phase. egg. She's got to right. get back into the egg get so that she gets egg. covered into her young slime, mm-hmm. and then she'll come back out in thirty years. Lady Gaga, there you go, there you have Over it. She the foretold egg. the prophecy with that red carpet egg bit that she did. Lady Egg Egg. <laughs> That is what it's going. That's what she's going to turn into as well. Transitions. Um, I think that she's going to be, I think she's got to get out of that egg. There you go. Well, beautiful. Well, that's the conspiracy theory. Jackie, do you have some sort of a thing that comes in different parts that is sort of ordered in a certain way that one would say, like read off, like a recipe would be read off. Do you have anything like- Like a food processor? Yeah, like a food processor, Jackie. I'm not talking- the food processor? No, it's time for the list. Oh, (laughs) Who's on the list? Yay! Gotta have that list. 14 characters who were written off of their shows for wild reasons. Now, the thing is, is that I've read a million hundred lists, and there are actually ones on here that I did not know about. I didn't know that Steve Carell left the office 
because no one asked him to stay. Weird. Carell was perfectly happy to keep on playing Michael Scott after his original seven-season contract was up, except that NBC's new higher-ups didn't know an awful lot about The Office and never even tried to sign him up for more seasons. So he just kind of let it go, <laughs> and I imagine if, like, you need a little bit of a fucking break, that you're like, well... Yeah. They ain't asking. So wow. Well, I ain't gonna push it. <laughs> huh? This is very upsetting. Maud Flanders yeah. from The Simpsons died uh, because Fox are cheapskates. Actress Maggie Roswell asked for a pay raise from uh, fifteen to two thousand an episode to six thousand an episode. Fox offered her a hundred and fifty dollars, not even enough for Roswell to commute from Denver to L.A. to record her wow. lines. So she quit. And the show killed off Maud. And good for you, wow. Maggie Roswell. Fuck yeah. yeah. Because like you know how much other people are getting paid on that fucking show. Uh -huh. You should get a you should get a pay bump. You're there for that long. And then they killed her off. This is another one. This makes me think of the Thanksgiving Day Parade now. Yeah. Because if we remember the Thanksgiving Day Parade, all of the Steves from Blue's Clues, for some reason, sang together on a <laughs> flownicle. <laughs> <laughs> Why did the original Steve leave Blue's Clues? He left because he was going bald. He says, I refuse to lose my hair on a kid's TV show, and that's why Steve left to go to college at the height of the show's popularity. That's dumb, Steve. Put a hat on. <laughs> Those kids were counting on you. Put a hat on. Shave I your head. Love that. I, I truly don't understand. Put a hat on. Yeah. Just, yeah, Everybody right. It's Blue's Clues. Put a baseball hat on. And yeah. now you have the nerve to come back. I know it's like difficult for lighting, but put it backwards. And then he comes back and then everyone cries because he's like, oh, I never forgot you. You left for vanity, Steve. Yeah. And that's which, you know, I guess if he had the money, you can go. This one, Holden and I were just talking about Power Rangers on talking TV yesterday. Mm. This is another thing that I did not know. Wow. That the blue Power Ranger quit because of onset homophobia. Damn. David Yoss, the original blue Power Ranger, just walked off the set one day, sick and tired of the abuse he got for being gay. I was called the F slur one too many times, Whoa. he said. I had just heard that several times while working on the show from creators, Jesus. producers, writers, directors. Like, I, that's wow. why, like, this list, I was like, well, I did not know Lots of these things. This, this is, is a disturbing pretty list. Good list. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. This yeah, is my yeah, kind yeah. of list. Um, yeah. And now I did know <laughs> about Lisa Bonet disturbing. on the Cosby Yeah, I like show. it when yeah. it's disturbed, like that disturbing. band that sucks. And this now makes, unfortunately, like the the whole story so much weirder. Lisa Bonet, um, that got she was, I believe, encouraged. To quit, but definitely fired um, because Cosby thought that she was too rebellious for his fictional daughter, especially after her sex scene in Alan Parker's Angel Heart. So then Denise Huxtable just started appearing less and less and less until Cosby just fired. I just will always, never, forevermore trust a person who is like weird and anal about clean cuttiness and other people being clean as possible yeah. and it's always they end up in the yep. hotel room with the meth addict guy you know what I mean or whatever yep. it is and then in Cosby's case a way worse situation I mean it's just come on I mean it's the biggest red flag in the book you know what I mean that's why it's hard for me to hear and it's like I guess I have to assume they have kids or someone they say like gosh or frickin a lot and stuff. You know what I mean? Like it may, it's hard for me to hear because I'm like, are you evil? <laughs> are you secretly yeah. evil? 
Oh, yeah. No, it does. And I know that, like, some people are just raised that way, raised to not say, like, those kind of things. But it does give me pause yes. at, at points. Come Little on, frickin' is funny. I say frickin' a lot. Sure. Yeah, sure. I mean, you're also around I kids place, a lot. Like, I mean, I I'm saying it's not, it's not good that I do that. I'm saying that it just do- I innately have a weird knee-jerk response because I just don't trust anyone who is clean, who's got clean yeah. hands. Yeah, no, but that's clean fair. Clean hands, but they'll always have a dirty ass. My grandmother told me that right before she blew her hands. <laughs> <out. laughs> no, she does. That's not true. <laughs> Your grandma's real upset now, right now. She can hear you, by the way. <laughs> she's she's listening, and she's like, first of all, I didn't say that. Second of all, I never blew my brains out. <laughs> Oh my goodness! There you and go. All- <laughs> Last but not least, uh, man after my own heart, Mandy Patinkin. Don't even get me started. My mom and I both feel exactly the same way about him, which is get in my bed. You thought I was going to say belly. Mm-hmm. Mandy Patinkin wasn't comfortable in Criminal Minds. That's so. He just <laughs> of course we thought you were gonna say belly. The catchphrase is that from Austin Powers two or three or whatever. Fat bastard from Austin Powers would say that over and over again in the movie. So yes, of course we naturally assumed the phrase. Uh oh, we hitting weird. Are we hitting the weird hour? Uh. Disney Plus and Hulu are better together in the Disney Bundle with new movies and series. On Disney Plus, experience the full Taylor Swift The Eras Tour, Taylor's version, with new main show performances and acoustic collection. On Hulu, follow the fantastical evolution of Bella Baxter, played by Emma Stone in the award-winning film Poor Things. All of these and more streaming this month. Get the Disney Bundle with Disney Plus and Hulu. Terms apply. See DisneyBundle.com for details. Luxury is meant to be livable. Discover the new leather collection at Ashley with premium quality leather sofas, recliners, and more, all built to last. No matter how many spills, scuffs, or pet-related mishaps come its way, the leather collection at Ashley is made with the durability you need for the whole family. Shop the new leather collection at Ashley and find chairs starting at $499.99 and sofas at $599.99. Ashley, for the love of home. Mandy Patinkin wasn't comfortable in Criminal Minds, so he just stopped showing up. Patinkin regretted signing up for a show with so much violence, particularly against women. So when the cast got back together for season three, he wasn't there to play Jason Gideon. CBS announced some days later that Patinkin would be leaving. He just didn't show up. I was like, I don't want to do it anymore. That's great. I'm done. I'm yeah. good. Was like, good for you. I Mandy love that. Okay. <laughs> yeah, I'll be a Nego Montoya. Oh, oh, Ooh, all right. Okay. Dry it up. <laughs> ah, it's, it's, it's dry. I'm dry. It's the holidays. I'm dry. Don't ah, worry about that. Like a nice crisp white wine. Uh, red, oh. rather. Red yeah. Wine. Yeah, I give you a heartburn. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> dry and robust. Where do we do? Is the list still happening? What's going on? No, the list is done. And now we have a special segment from Holden McKay. Yeah. Meat pukes. Do, 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 do. Meat pukes. Meat pukes. Do, 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 do. When you're trying to hack up, you get too drunk and puke happens and you're out of luck. It's a meat puke. 
Uh, yeah, the the blind items are a little dry uh, this a little slow this week. And You're what wasn't slow? Ah, uh, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> what wasn't slow was the uh, slew of meat pukes I got. Now I asked for permission to read out all these. I still think I might just use the first initial of everybody's name. I really appreciate it, by the way, guys. We asked for meat pukes, and y'all delivered. Y'all delivered. Absolutely and by the way, amazing. There were so many I had to I had to cut them down. So if <laughs> if I did ask you permission to read yours, and I don't read it, I'm so sorry. But it just in the interest of time, there were just so many. But we couldn't not read some of them. Like oh, they were yeah. so amazing. Thank you guys so much for sending in your meat pukes. It's from great. Last week. We we asked and you delivered. We'll start oh. with one of my favorites. Favorites uh, from Jay. I, again, I think I'll just use the first letter because why not? I mean, you know, we don't need to read. Your, do I need to say your name for you to feel happy? I mean, think about what the implications of that are. If that's, the I case. think it's for the best just in case, so <laughs> that no one case. gets, you know, it's like, oh, I wish you hadn't said that story, <laughs> you know, um, exactly. But they did give me permission to re- tell their tale. Uh, this Love is it. from Jay, one of my favorites. Uh, back in 2016, I went to a Halloween rave. My friends and I ended up getting some bad molly, and I spent the majority of the show puking in the bushes at the front entrance of the venue. By the way, I just want to say you're all animals, and <laughs> you're all lucky to be alive, and I'm glad you're alive, it. but you're animals. I'm glad you're alive. I'm glad that you were alive to send it the meat pukes. Luckily, I made it back in my group to, in time to see Martin Garrix. I was the person who was performing at the rave. Later, I stood next to a guy, and together we were mesmerized by the show. I watched this guy, out of the corner of my eye, puke in his hand and then dump said puke in the pocket of his hot dog Halloween costume. Oh, now that is a baller move. (laughs) I was thinking surely I did not see that right uh, and shifted my attention to him. He had no idea he was rolling so hard and once again I watched him puke into his hand and shove said puke into the opposite pocket this time. Opposite pocket. Right? Why not? Well, at least it's even. Spread it out. (laughs) I was thoroughly disgusted. He ended up hanging out with us after the show we were, we, where we all ate more Molly and went to the saddest strip club in my state. It's his rave relish. That's <laughs> all it is. If you're dressed as a hot dog and you ain't covered in relish, you got to make your own. <laughs> he bought me my first lap dance and we exchanged numbers and socials. I'll be honest, I completely forgot about the puke thing by the time we left the rave. We just celebrated our fourth wedding anniversary. No wow. shit. Oh my God. <laughs> oh. He's my person, and I'm so lucky to have old puke pockets as my <laughs> husband. I forgot to mention that the costume did come off as we were leaving the rave, so no, he didn't wear his pukey hot dog suit into the strip club. Well, I guess at least there's that, but how that, amazing is, is that? that? Oh, my God. I love uh, that. <laughs> it, 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 I lo- it turns so quickly. It's just like yeah. a disgusting thing happened, and anyway, we've been married for four years. A few I of these are it. like that. It's so great because you can't actually tell your real story to, to your like family and for like the wedding speeches or whatever, like when I met you, you just can't tell this actual story because uh, it was like I was no. puking on Molly and I saw my future husband shove his no. own vomit in oh, his yeah. <laughs> From B. Back when I was a showboat and 16 year old, I first started dating In, who has always been sober. We went to a party with his cool aunt and uncle in an artsy loft in Pomona, California. Me, In, and his sister, my best friend, didn't know anyone at the party, but me and C made our way. I think you can say their first name. Their I first think you can say their yeah, first yeah. name. I think that's okay. Back when I was a showboat and 16 year old, when I first started dating Nick, who has always been sober, we went to a party with his cool aunt and uncle in an artsy loft in Pomona, California. Me, Nick, and his sister, my best friend, didn't know anyone 
wasn't at the party, but me and Christina made our way to the table covered in liquor and like any 16-year-old with no real drinking experience, proceeded to pour ourselves solo cups of half vodka, half cranberry juice. We were maybe instantly drunk and the rest of the night was a blur. After a dizzying night wandering the party and whispering to Christina that I felt self-conscious for being drunk in front of Nick, we left the party and I insisted on proving I wasn't drunk to the adult relatives who bought brought us there and to Nick by walking the curb to administer a self-sobriety test. And you guessed it, I did eat shit and rip my jeans by skinning my knee in a parking lot. Aww. The pinnacle of embarrassment came from in the form of a puke moment on this now infamous outing when I, uh, but when I loudly asked Nick's uncle to not let him have sex with me because I was now admitting I had in fact been drinking. Nick, angel saint, sober, all around good guy, and definitely not a threat as a potential assailant, was mortified and assured both me and his aunt and uncle who helped me in the car that he had no intention of taking advantage of me. God. Are they still together? I don't, I I think so, maybe. I hope so. At least, you well, know. Well, I, I hope that y'all are. From Jay. Uh, uh, Jay played beer pong at a college party with his now wife as the setup to this story. Later on in the night, quote, my wife came looking for me and found me in the tiny bathroom downstairs and described the scene as a barf snow globe. <laughs> I apparently had vomed all, uh, on all of the walls and was on my knees looking bewildered in the middle of it, being the wonderful person she is. She cleaned the bathroom up while I cried about it. <laughs> She still talks about the snow globe to this day, 14 years later. I love, and by the way, they're still together, and I love that he cried the whole time. Oh, <laughs> the snow globe is so funny. That is totally something I would do, he like just, just burst, just I'm cry sorry. while the while the other person cleaned up your mess. Uh, I'm so funny. sorry, just that the entire time we're like, I know you're sorry. I know. <laughs> yeah, sorry. exactly. Um, this is from E. E had like four stories. I'm going to tell the first. It's the cutest one. The Ooh, other okay. ones, I just want to say, E, get it. You got to get it together. There's <laughs> way too many meat pukes uh, uh, happening. I definitely uh, have more life. than one, so I'm with you, E. I mean, you know, we've all been young. It's so funny, too, because this is one of those ones that was like, this should have been a scary situation, ended up being weirdly gross and cute. It was my 15th birthday, and I'm one of those neglected children whose single parents didn't give a shit where I was, so I was drinking. I was at a house party with the keg and a bathtub of ice, which seems like a good idea, but really uh, fucking isn't because when there's only one bathroom, uh, or especially when there's only one bathroom. Oh, yeah. So I'm outside on the sidewalk puking up cheap beer and birthday tacos. My friends stole my shirt and run away giggling because teenage girls are fucking evil. Out of the shadows comes Billy, my friend's older brother who I'd heard a lot about, but never met. It was the grossest, most inappropriate, romantic moment of my life. He lit a cigarette, looked down at me and said, nice tits, you need a shirt? I wiped the vomit (laughs) off my chin and gazed up at him. I think I mumbled out a yes through my mouth sweats because he handed me a cigarette, took off his shirt, handed me the shirt, and took back his cigarette. I put his shirt on, and we somehow ended up making out in the park. Yeah! Of course. Of course they did. How could you not at that point? <laughs> Both of them. Just a couple more here. Uh, from D. D went to a bar with a few friends, and quote, when we arrived, I noticed my very recently extinguished three-week flame was there. He was a no-good skateboarding guitar boy, and I wanted to prove I didn't need him. Oh, Long no. story short, never uh, D gets blackout. Did you just have, uh, MJ, I just feel like both of us just had, yeah, right. like, oh, it's no. 20 memories flashed through. Too. skateboard Ooh, kid. The, and the oh. kind of drunk where you have something to prove, that's the worst yes, kind of drunk. And that's the I'm gonna go so. to this party, and I'm gonna get so and drunk I'm that you want me. Em. 
<laughs> so cut to blackout. Uh, D is blackout drunk, grinding all over her friend that she went to the bar with uh, until uh, essentially she ends up like getting super sick. And then it, it, of course, ends up being the skateboard guitar boy that she's trying to sh- prove her independence to no. ends up the one that escorts her into a cab with her friend. But she does go home with her friend uh, and they do have some fun together. But wait, there's more. Um, he ends up doing hand stuff and she started her period. So <gasps> definitely a bit of an issue on the bed there that night Uh, but in a beautiful twist of holiday lust we never stopped seeing each other it's crazy to think that that was two years ago we just celebrated our fuckiversary in November and are very much in love so the friend yeah the friend that she uh, her and the friend are in love yeah the friend that she was proving the point against oh Oh, that's so sweet they ended up hooking up and getting together Oh my I God. mean, there was some bloody pukes. mattress involved, but yeah. Yeah, you know, that well, happens. That's, I, whatever. <laughs> that happens. Yeah, I mean, honestly, it happens. It happens. From Alexis, the last one. Um, this is actually more of a meat poop story from Alexis. With oh <laughs> a guy one night that she was dating and during the act, pooped on him a little. Apparently, on his way home the next day, this is something Alexis, by the way, did not know about. On his home that way home the next day, he called his best friend and said, I think I'm in love with this girl, but she pooped on me a little bit. <laughs> And his best friend was like, do you really think you're in love with her? And he said, yep. So he said, it shouldn't matter. And he decided it didn't matter. I was not told about the poopy. A year (laughs) later, we are happily dating and on a road trip. I had to go to the bathroom and he was doing the classic. We'll pull over at the next exit past five exits. I finally turned to him and yelled, I am literally about to poop on you. This man, without missing a beat, turns to me and says, you already have, so I do not care. (laughs) Needless to say, the story was exposed and I was retroactively (gasps) mortified. She found out a year later (laughs) when she was about to shit her own pants again. It's a meat poop. Do, 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 oh do, do. It's a meat poop. God. I loved these. I'm Thank so you moved. for these. This is a nice way as we come to the end of the year to kind oh. of bring in the community to uh and in place of the blind items to tell your your what should be blind items. Should be items <laughs> no one knows about that you're freely telling me over the internet. And uh, we thank you for it. Can uh, you imagine? Thank you to all the other people who sent their meat meat cutes or meat pukes. Meat pukes uh, they please. were also yeah. hilarious. And I just, I didn't have enough time for everything. So You're on so a road more. trip with your partner of a year and you're like, I really need to use the bathroom. And he's like, <laughs> you pooped on me the first time we fucked. Can you I imagine? And I just be like, I don't know what to say. I, I feel like I'd be so shocked I'd poop immediately. Like, well, <laughs> so there it goes. Slid right out of me. Too much fiber. Love or it. just the right amount. <laughs> Love it. Well, there you go. There you have it. I think uh, we're good on that segment, Jackie. Wowie, wowie, zowie. <laughs> I should have just, just said what the next it. segment was going to be because I no, oh, oh no, I'm <laughs> you're having issues today with transitioning. I feel great. <laughs> I feel wonderful. I feel like uh, Queen Elizabeth, and I'm about to be a lizard. But before <laughs> I finish. I'm going to read our shout outs. Shout. 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 Okay. Let Let it all out. out. Okay. These are the emails that that you wrote it about. Come on. We'll read them to you. Come on. 
And before we jump into our shoutouts, we had someone, uh, a little birdie told me, and by a little birdie, I mean Camille wrote in. Camille's birthday is on December 13th, and Camille did ask, uh, please, 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 if they could receive their shout out from Slow Talking Morris. Now, Slow Talking Morris is a character that Holden created for Roundtable of Gentlemen, and I think it might be his most <laughs> annoying <laughs> character. But I give you the gift of slow talking. You Morris. said Camille, right? Camille, happy birthday, Camille. Uh, who's that? Oh no, it's slow talking Morris. Hey, Camille. <laughs> happy birthday. All right, well, now we had, I'm going to immediately stop it because I know where this is going to go and I know how long it's going to take. We love you, Camille. I hope you have a great time. Uh, and we made it through slow talking, Morris, but we've got more shout outs to listen to. And thank you guys so much for sending in your shout outs to page7podcast at gmail.com. I love them and I love you guys. And yeah, of course, at seven, the number page seven podcast at gmail.com. Yes, please. I love a big old interfaith, adorable love. Shout out. Oh my God, I love you guys. And thank you for sharing your baby corn story with me, Jesse. Okay. My name is Jesse, and I want to give a big, gay, happy Hanukkah, Merry Christmas shout-out to my sweet Chicksa Jane. We may come from different faiths, but we are lesbians, so who cares? Jane, I love you so much. You make my Jewish heart sing. You are such a good dog mama to our Chewini Frank, and you truly make life worth living. Thank you for always being there to drink too much PBR and eat too many snacks with me. So glad we are gay at the same time time you're the only gay i want to spend the holidays with love jesse how adorable is it i love you guys and christine i want to say thank you so much for sending me in pics of your baby daddy who does look like pete davidson i'm so happy for y'all for vacationing together and not killing each other john Oof, if you are listening, I think we both know it's for the best that you don't look like Pete Davidson anymore. You look amazing. And Christine is sending you a shout out of thanks for being an amazing co-parent with him. Thank you guys so much for sending in a shout out. And a happy, 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 happy birthday to you, Taylor, on December 8th. I totally hear you not being a huge fan of your birthday, but I'm so fucking proud of you for taking care of your mental health and during the pandemic, no less. Taylor says, this whole year wrecked me, but also helped me process a lot of issues I had been putting off, like finally getting on ADD medication and dealing with my parental issues. As Marcus Parks always says, mental health isn't your fault but it is your responsibility. I'm extremely proud of myself this year, and though I might not be a big fan of my own birthday, I spent a lot of time taking care of others, and I'm realizing I need to pat myself on the back and recognize when I deserve praise. Fuck yes, you do! Also, I want to shout out my sweet partner, Price. Our anniversary is on my birthday, and even though we were completely different schedules, I wouldn't have gotten to this birthday without him. I love both of you guys, and I hope you have an amazing birth of her. Sorry. 
and Sydney. My goodness, there ain't nothing selfish about a self-muffugging. Shout out, babe. Thank you for sharing your story with us. And I'm so damn proud and happy for you that you pulled through everything these last three years. My God. Sydney says, with all of the change that had happened in the last three years, it was very difficult for me to find something that was constant and something I could trust not to hurt me. I found solace in page seven, last podcast, Roundtable, R.I.P. Bird Luger, and other LPN shows. It's nice to have something I know will always be there for me. Somehow, something so simple as a podcast has helped me immensely. I'm now going to school full-time to try to get a business degree, and I live in a cute house with my precious girlfriend, who I love so much, and our four dogs and two cats. I love each of you very much as you have helped me heal from a lot of heartache. We love you too, Sydney. Thank you so much for sharing the love, and I'm so happy that you are feeling so much better. You fucking deserve it, babe. Yes, and we've got more self-shoutouts, and this one goes out to the kick-ass Matt and their beloved partner, Sadie. Matt says, my name is Matt, and I've been listening to you guys nonstop for the past few months while I do yard work, chores, and commute to school. I'm getting my master's in archaeology, sick as shit, at the University of Tennessee, Knoxville, and I'm defending my thesis proposal this coming Friday. Fuck yeah, positive vibes to you, Matt. If you told me even just five years ago that at the age of 30, I'd be succeeding in a graduate program and engaged to an amazing woman, my fiance Sadie, who's also a grad student, I wouldn't have believed you. I've had my share of mental health issues most of my life and really didn't think I'd get this far or even be alive. I appreciate y'all for being so supportive and open about mental health, and I want more people to be able to find the strength to endure their worst periods. Listening to y'all talk about, among other things, Tom Cruise fucking fish has provided me some much-needed levity over this past semester. Thanks for everything, and have a great non-denominational winter celebration. That's what Sadie and I put on all our holiday cards, and I love it. Thank you so much. Much love to you, Matt and Sadie. And, oh... Thank you so much, Brooke, for writing in a birthday. Shout out to your bestie, Dan. Brooke says, I want to wish the happiest birthday to one of my dearest friends, Dan. Dan's birthday is December 6th, and I couldn't be happier to have him in my life. I met Dan five years ago, almost to the day, at one of my very first jobs as a vet tech. I was the annoying new girl who didn't know very much and was one of the first people to be nice to me. Dan was. Without him, I probably wouldn't have stuck it out, and I would have gone back to the food store service industry. Luckily for me and the thousands of animals that I've been able to help since then, Dan was there to help me get where I am today. He also opened up his home to me during the entirety of the infamous Texas freeze last January, so he really bailed me out of two of the worst situations I've ever been in. Dan, most of my favorite memories include you. From taking mushrooms at the most primitive of campsites to eating bolognese around a fire, you really do know how to have a blast in any situation. I love gushing about Dune and all things LPN with you. I can't wait to ugly cry and embarrass you and your angel of a fiance at your wedding this September. Oh, I love you, you weird little freak of nature. Love, Brooke. Oh, I love your bestie love. And last, but nah fucking least, thank you so much, Maddie, for writing in about your partner's amazing nonprofit that they created. Everybody, listen up. This, I'm saying something for real now. Maddie wants to shout out their amazing wife, Kendra. Their nonprofit, Lavender Legal Center, turned one year old this past month. Maddie says, My wife from scratch started their own nonprofit legal practice 
during the pandemic, no less. Lavender Legal Center is a nonprofit in Iowa by and for LGBTQ people. They provide direct representation, advocacy, and referrals with a priority for serving those with low income and our LGBTQ youth in Iowa specifically. Lavender Legal Center. So many LGBTQ-focused legal services in our country focus on big-level discrimination cases. Very few nonprofits focus on basic administrative legal needs like name-slash-gender marker changes, family law, and end-of-life paperwork like wills and advanced directives. Besides being super-duper proud of my hot, sexy, bad-fucking-ass lawyer wife, I want to spread a really important PSA to all the queer folks out there listening. Wills and advanced directives are not just for elderly people with lots of money and possessions that they need to pass on when they die. Advanced directives protect you and your dignity if you are ever in a place where you can't make medical decisions for yourself and you don't want homophobic slash transphobic family members making decisions for you and your chosen family. Lavender is set up to the point that most clients do not have fees and can even help pay for court slash county administrator fees. If you need services Lavender can't do, they will find an attorney who is queer friendly who can help you pro bono. I'm so fucking proud of all you've accomplished this year for our community and for themselves. I feel so privileged to have a front row seat for this journey and get to create a beautiful life and family with her. But please help spread the word to queer people about the necessity of getting advanced directives and wills set up, especially if you're trans and have next of kin, legal family, not chosen family, who don't have your best interests at heart. Give Lavender a call if you're in Iowa. Lots of love for all y'all at the Last Podcast Network. And thank you so much, Maddie, for uh, sending in that amazingly very important PSA for us to share. And fuck yes, your wife is goddamn amazing. Thank you, Kendra, for bringing such a positive thing into our life in one of, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to throw it out there, all of our darkest times. I love you guys so much and thank you so much. I'm not crying, Jackie. Don't cry. Thank you so much for sending in your shoutouts to page7podcast at gmail.com. God damn it. I love you guys. Thank you guys so much again for your shout outs. We love you. We love you. We love you. We love you. And I am so excited. I am feeling a bit of a Grinch this year, but I am really genuinely excited to sing Muppets Christmas Carol with the two of y'all Hell yeah. next Thursday. Very, I very need so. spirit. Me too. We got Injected it. We're going to give you this the holiday spirit. We're we gonna need give spirit. It to yes, we do. We need spirit. Please. How about you? How about me? And me needs it. Me (laughs) needs it. Thank you guys for joining us today and for listening to my manic screaming. My name is Jackie Zabrowski. Follow me on Instagram at Jack That Worm and come hang out with us over on twitch.tv forward slash oh no, it's Jackie on Tuesdays and Thursdays and then we're going to be singing at times. Hell yeah, and catch me. Wow, I'm a man in the land. Very interesting. (laughs) (laughs) I'm a man in the land twitch.tv forward slash holding it or so if you're nasty and if you're clean then um twitch.tv forward slash wholesome hold them <laughs>
I say gosh, I say frickin', uh, all that good stuff. Ch- yeah, check it out. Monday, Tuesday, Friday streams. I stream with Jackie on Fridays. And uh, also, patreon.com forward slash page7podcast, please. Every every uh, every supporter really uh, helps us uh, pay for our lives and live our lives. And life is to live. It's not to die. So please check that out. Uh, also, there's so much good content. Jackie really is throwing a bunch of stuff on there. We do a weekly thing called Talking TV. $5 a month. It's a ton of extra content from us. And uh, we hope you check it out at least a little bit. And uh, yeah, page7podcast at gmail.com. Page7podcast at gmail.com. Send in your celebrity conspiracies. Send in your blinds. I'm using them. MJ, take it away. Yeah, there he goes. My name is MJ, and I'm MJKLCat on Instagram. We love you guys, and we'll talk to you next week. Hell yeah. Bye, Bye everybody. This show is made possible by listeners like you. Thanks to our ad sponsors. You can support our shows by supporting them. For more shows like the one you just listened to, go to lastpodcastnetwork.com. Want the same expert advice you get from the pros in the store while shopping online at DiscountTire.com? Meet Treadwell, your personal online tire guide that matches you with the perfect tire for your vehicle. Get your best match in one minute or less with Treadwell by Discount Tire. Luxury is meant to be livable. Discover the new leather collection at Ashley with premium quality leather sofas, recliners, and more, all built to last. No matter how many spills, scuffs, or pet-related mishaps come its way, the leather collection at Ashley is made with the durability you need for the whole family. Shop the new leather collection at Ashley and find chairs starting at $499.99 and sofas at $599.99. Ashley, for the love of home.